What? <laughs> what were you about to say? <laughs> I'm waiting on you to start the show. Oh, okay. I, you were just saying something right when I hit record. Is yeah, it-, it was just one of, one of my thoughts out there that we talked about it previously, but it's been a couple of weeks since I talked to you. So, anyways, all right, guys, welcome to episode fifty of True Patriot Podcast, the Big Five O, Nifty Fifty. That's crazy, dude. It's almost a that year. It's crazy. Yeah, we're going strong too. We are. We are. Ah, we got to do something special for the birthday. Yeah. Yep. We're gonna have to think of something. Something maybe, for our loyal listeners. Maybe a big face reveal. Hey. <laughs> That'll get people to flock into the YouTube, man. <laughs> I think it's time. I mean <laughs> we we decided early on we're like we weren't gonna say anything too terribly dumb uh yeah. to make you lose your job. So <laughs> I yeah, don't know. That should be fun. Up yeah. to you. Hey, man. Uh, it's been two weeks. It's been a while. Man, it has been. It's been a couple two weeks. <laughs> it hasn't been a while for the listeners, but it's been a while for us. Let's just say that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I haven't seen you in a, a long time. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. see it's me good on to see screen. Your smiling face. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. So. Let's just start with you. I mean, how was the vacation? The vacation was good. It was a very, very uh, fun time. We had our hardships, which we'll we'll talk about <laughs> today. But uh, overall, relaxing. Um, you know, good quality time spent with the family. Um, just good bonding experience, and everybody had a good time. Um, yeah. We did have we did have some pretty crazy things happen. Um, so the first story that I would like to tell you is on the way down. Um, like I said, we were going to we were going to Florida, um, the Destin area, right, um, which is on the Panhandle on the Gulf. Um, so coming from Columbus, we went down through Kentucky, um, and we left early on a Saturday morning, and we planned out the trip so that we would have strategic stopping points right oh oh yeah Um, so so we're like all right this um, sounds bad (laughs) buffalo trace opens at nine let's get to (laughs) buffalo trace right at nine nine o'clock yeah um so we did that we had a a decent time there um i probably spent a little too much money but that's kind of a theme for the week Um, yeah right right (laughs) so then next we went to a uh trampoline park uh, outside of Nashville. Um, oh, that's and, a good strategic stop. Burn yeah, some energy. Kids, yeah. Kids like that a little bit. And then we, um, we stayed in a hotel in Birmingham, Alabama, or Hoover, Alabama, uh, right outside yeah. of Birmingham. Home of the, and, what the uh, crap. Home of the, what the crap lady, which I saw yeah. on the local news down there that, uh, she has now turned herself into police. Yeah. <laughs> so not great. Not a good um, situation. So, we're about four hours from our destination uh, when we wake up the the following morning Um, and we're getting ready to go to hit the road, try to get to Florida, right? We're all excited. We're amped up and ready to go. Um, We go to the gas station to fill up with gas before we go. And I realize that my tire pressure light is on. 
Yeah, not good. And so I checked the tires, which one needs it, because I've been kind of battling this since I got new tires a couple months ago. And um, turns out it's not one of the leaky valves that my mechanic keeps replacing. It is a full-blown flat tire. Damn. Uh, yeah. So here I am in Alabama, at an Alabama gas station with the three kids in the car, my wife, all looking forward <laughs> to getting to Florida uh, on a Sunday morning, and I just have no idea what to do. Come on, so Jake. Wife, <laughs> I don't have a spare tire. I got a van full of, there, full of all the stuff. There's no spare tire in the van. There's no spare tire in the van. No. You're kidding me. No. Okay. So... <laughs> So, um, I put air in it, and the leak was slow enough that I was able to get down the road. We got to a Firestone. And on the way there, my wife sees a McDonald's that has a play place. So, she's like, pull in here. Like, you know, yeah, gangsta steering wheel. Like, oh, get, <laughs> pull off here. Yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> uh, not too bad. Yeah. Too bad. So, I drop, I drop her off there. Um, turns out they couldn't. Uh, they couldn't patch the hole, so they just had to replace the tire. Um, so I spent too much money there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> replacing the tire in Alabama. Um, but after all of that, we finally got on the road. When we got there, we had a uh, you know a nice first evening there. Um, we get up, we go to the beach the next morning, yeah, and. Uh, yeah, the beaches there are beautiful. Uh, nice, clear water, white beaches. Oh, yeah. Um, just awesome place. Um, the boys are loving it. They're just, you know, riding the waves, you know, playing, <laughs> building sandcastles and stuff. Uh, then Gary gets stung by a jellyfish. <laughs> I so, shouldn't be laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he is screaming his head off. Oh. Uh, he is in a lot of pain. Um, as he's like trying to walk up to the beach, I end up picking him up and taking him back to our spot. I sit him in the chair. I'm like, I don't know what to do for a jellyfish thing. You got pee so, on him. Well, that's what I said. My wife said, no, that's clearly an old <laughs> wife's tale. Like you're not supposed to pee on him. So the only thing I can think of is let's put something cold on it. So I grab a Miller light out of the Kohler and I put it right there on his leg, right where the jellyfish stung him. Sure. Uh, and he seems to be okay with that um but then there's a family sitting just a couple uh feet away uh, on the beach and they said hey do you guys need some tobacco and we're like what are you talking about how how's that going to help us here and they're like oh if you put tobacco on the jellyfish thing it, it you know it, it heals it <laughs> well, hell, it's worth a try like snuff or cigarette so this or? dude <laughs> this dude comes over with his can of copenhagen and just rubs it all over Gary's leg. <laughs> <laughs> and, and of course, the wife comes over and looks at him, and it's like, uh, he's like, "Look, he's fine. He's got his Copenhagen and his Miller Lite." <laughs> Dude, he probably he's sitting, there, <laughs> he's sitting there on the beach with the Miller Lite in his hand, and Copenhagen all over his leg. And of course, he touched he... it, and then he kind of like rubbed the sand and sweat out of his face. So he's got Copenhagen like. Uh, on his uh, on his forehead and everything, and he uh, <laughs> just a complete mess. <laughs> I'm not like a I'm not like a scientist or anything, but I, he might have got himself a nice little nicotine buzz uh, through the through the wound there, you know. 
maybe uh <laughs> but Dude. it works so well it works so well that we went out that day and bought a can of copenhagen just to take to the beach threw it in the bag just <laughs> to take to the beach just in case uh because Are i mean it cleared, him up, it cleared him up like that as uh, he was screaming in pain and then as soon as that guy starts putting it on there he's fine well what flavor was it nah, i don't know i'm not even sure is it, is it green see. green can blue can brown can it was the the black label brown can oh. black label silver oh, top yeah. i believe yeah yeah that's the uh that's the hard stuff yeah so great yeah. it sounds like it's straight <laughs> yeah that's a why i have never heard that but. me neither but hey if you're going to the beach <laughs> get your can of copenhagen <laughs> <laughs> so, so you guys so yeah stayed... we, yeah oh go ahead i was gonna say yeah learn something new that day and uh we we keep it on us when we go to the beach now it's <laughs> <laughs> wild <laughs> hey uh, did you guys stay in like the seaside area, kinda? We were we were in uh, Santa Rosa Beach. Yeah. So I think so. That's that was same area. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like it? Did you like that? Yeah. Ah, that's yeah, where we go. Really nice. Yeah, it was really nice. I think so too. We keep going back there. I mean, it's just really family friendly, quiet. Yeah. You know, not yeah. There are a lot of families with young kids around. Like everybody right. down there is is a family with young kids. That's all young it is. Kids. Yeah, yep. but but they have a lot. They have a lot of stuff for that. And like I said, beaches are beautiful. Um, you know, we had we had a great time. We did this. Uh, we went to this spring, which is like an hour away. It's Ponce de Leon State Park. Oh yeah. Um, and the water there is like always like sixty eight degrees. It's cold. Um, but it's like, it's hot. You dive into the water and it like shocks you and, uh, <laughs> and like cools you off. It feels amazing when you get out of that. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah I'd never heard of little, that little streams and stuff. Like the water's like green. Um, <laughs> so my wife posted some pictures on, on Facebook that uh, it's, it's a pretty cool place. If you're in the area, I definitely recommend checking it out. Yeah. I, maybe we will next time we, we go down there almost every year or every other year it, it seems Jess likes that beach yeah it's a nice beach the only downside is you pretty much have to tote all your crap to the beach and that, yeah. that can be tough sometimes yeah we had to go down like <laughs> three flights of stairs to get to the beach from <laughs> where the, we were at dude that's the so, worst part <laughs> so I, I had austin with me of course you know his family came with us that's good and so the girls would push the stroller, he'd have the cooler, and I'd have the wagon full of all the beach stuff. And and then he would carry the cooler down, and then I'd carry the wagon down, down these three flights of stairs. With all your shit come in. Back. <laughs> right. We'd both come back up and then carry the stroller with the kids down, or the wives would take the kids down <laughs> out of the stroller, and then we'd come back up and get the stroller itself. Yeah. yeah. It, it made... Uh, like getting to the beach was a little bit hectic, but getting off the beach was like a total train wreck, <laughs> <laughs> especially when you have a kid that just got stung by a jellyfish. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's good. You had Austin. Cause like I went there a few times by myself. It was just me and the girls and all that crap, mm -hmm. dude. And I just like had yeah. to 
yeah. <laughs> it's nice to have yeah. two dudes. <laughs> yes. That definitely made it easier. <laughs> oh. Nothing else? No uh no crazy Henry stories? He well behaved, was he? Uh as well behaved as the rest of them. I mean, he's he is Henry. Uh <laughs> you know. He did his did his thing. Um yeah, nothing crazy going on. We did uh we drove straight through yesterday. We left at 7.30 in the morning, and we we stopped uh, once to get snacks and once to get gas. Wow. And we, other than that, we were driving the whole day. And yeah. I, I was shocked how good the kids did. It's, they, were, yeah. they were fine. I, uh, I'm shocked. It sounds like you made good time even on the way down, really. Yeah, I mean, I mean overall, besides the, besides the tire, everything went pretty smooth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So shout out to my wife for planning all that. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, she did a great job. <laughs> well, in this past two weeks, I bought a new truck. That was kind of interesting. Did you? Yeah. What'd you get? Uh, it's a 2015 Chevy 2500 HD. Crew cab, long bed. Got to have a long bed, right? Mm-hmm. I, it's a gasser, but uh, four wheel drive. It's a white truck. See, that was all fine and dandy, and all. I got the truck I wanted. The problem was, I bought it at an auction. Uh, sight, okay, sight unseen, total Craig move, right? And yep. the truck was in North Carolina, and I'm in Ohio, so I kind of had to fit getting the truck into my schedule which mm-hmm. wasn't very easy uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> and um got a heck of a deal on it but i was trying to decide you know how am i going to get this truck what's the best way to do it blah 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 what's the cheapest way fastest way best way so what i came up with and just this was to jess's detriment as well she was running a yard sale <laughs> that weekend as well <laughs> 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 yeah so, i was like yeah i bought a truck and i gotta go get it <laughs> <laughs> so, the things men will do to get out of the yard sale <laughs> <laughs> so she had to break that hey she planned the whole thing but yeah hand up not the best situation but they so they it, i just got a really good deal on the truck like here's the deal they were auctioning off 450 trucks fleet trucks right construction mm-hmm. auction this, this is pretty rare that they auction so many at one time uh mm-hmm. they auctioned off 450 trucks i think 300 of them were four-wheel drive so eventually nice. if you wait long enough and you're patient it's auctions like that are the ones you can snag a good deal on right because there's so many like right. you know i mean it, it's kind of like a once a year i mean i watch a lot of auction sites like that that auction construction equipment and everything else off and it, it was kind of just it was go time and i needed a truck i've been truckless for like two months and i felt like such a loser <laughs> so, so masculine <laughs> like i'm a truck guy right i mean yeah it just i just need it to function pretty much um but anyways yeah so i got out of the yard sale and i came up me and clayton came up with this plan and clayton couldn't help me i thought about you know having somebody ride with me and we just you know, driving back, thought about trailering it, but I, like I said, I don't have a truck. My, I didn't have a truck myself. So mm-hmm. that kind of 
it's kind of a problem. Like I need to borrow somebody's truck to go get my truck. And eh, I, I hated being a hassle for somebody. So what I ended up doing is I have that, of a 2007 Honda Accord called the Golden Nugget. Yeah. It's kind of like my work yeah. car gas saver, right? Right. So I, drove, I drove that to North Carolina, uh, and my plan was I reserved a car dolly, uh, and I was going to pull, you know, I got a U-Haul car dolly uh, reserved, yeah. reserved in Concord, North Carolina, and I was going to drive my car down there, and in, my, in a Hook perfect world, yeah. the truck's going to run great, and I'm going to pull the car back home, right, through the mountains. West, With the truck. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So that was my plan, and it was going good. Uh, got down there, made it down, and the truck was the truck battery was dead as fuck, like dead, dead, dead. So we had to get it jumped. Um, got it jumped. Ran great. Ran perfect. Ran so good. I was so happy. Like, oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna make it. Right, everything was working great. Well, Clayton, after he heard that I won the truck in the auction, he bought two other things to throw in the truck bed. Of course, <laughs> so I had. Then I like in the ideal world, I would have just took off right to U-Haul right then and there, <laughs> yeah. and everything would have been great. Uh, but then I was waiting around on uh, the stuff. Clayton, one of the things Clayton bought was a big uh, drill bit for the flagpole. Uh, company mm-hmm. to uh it's a big auger right and it, and mm-hmm. i couldn't i couldn't lift it by myself so i had to wait around on uh somebody to pick it up with a skyjack uh well while i was waiting the truck just shuts off just stops running and <laughs> will not start again uh <sighs> and well i kind of left the part out there while i was waiting Another guy wanted to get one of his trucks and his battery was also dead, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So I said, well, take my truck. I got jumper cables. Go ahead and jump. Let's go ahead and jump your truck. And he's like, I said, I'm waiting on some guys to pick this thing up. I'm trying to flag them down. Just take it over there and you know, do it. Go ahead. I was trying to be a good Samaritan, right? But he brings it back sure. and he shuts my truck off. I'm like, dude, I just, th- like, I just told you I had to jump my truck. And he's like, oh, man. So then I had to wait on another guy come around with a jump box. Well, uh, he jumped my truck with one of those jump boxes, right? And, uh, you know, that's when the truck, like, wouldn't start. It wouldn't run. Yeah. Uh, I think his jump box, well, what I found out eventually was his jump box, like, he ran it at too high of a voltage. Uh, he had, like, an 18-volt jump box instead of 12, and it, like, blew my fuel fuel pump fuses. And it took me, like, two, oh, it took me two hours to figure that out because I was, like, I was trying to figure out what was wrong. I was kind of stressed out. I had to get to the U-Haul yeah. place. I was like in panic mode. <laughs> and I yeah. had all these guys give me all their ideas. And I just couldn't think. Uh, dude, it took me. Honestly, it might have been closer to three hours. I remember I got to the U-Haul oh, place. Man. I mean, I was just I was just dead in the water with a truck that doesn't run. And I can't get it home. Like, plan fucking ruined, right? <laughs> yeah. But then I, I finally figured it out. Like, it was a fuel pump fuse. And there's four of them. But the fuse like actually didn't look blown. That's what was throwing me off. It's one of those little micro fuses you usually see if it's blown. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's plain as day. Like the the little piece of metal is freaking broken in half. But right. that wasn't the case. It was like burnt. It, it had like a burnt tip, but just barely. Like you know, it mm-hmm. threw me off. It threw me off that I was trying all kinds of other crap. And you know, I was almost at the point like the dude hooked eighteen volt 
jump box up to my truck, I I thought something got fried, like computer wise. Like I just thought I was yeah. totally screwed. Like you know, yeah, I I couldn't believe you know. Eventually, I just had the guys, you know, pull my truck out of the lot. I'm like, guys, I I appreciate all your help, but can I just get this truck out of this lot because they weren't open on Sunday and I'm sitting there on a Saturday. I was like, can you just yeah. get this truck out of this lot so if I can't get it out of here today that I can at least do it tomorrow and it's not locked in this <laughs> lay down yard. <laughs> and yeah. that's when I finally got a chance to think and do the crap, do everything at my last ditch attempts. And yeah, I, you should have seen me when I got it running again. I was so freaking happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd already called Jess and told her like, I think I'm going to have to get a hotel. Like, I don't know mm. if I'm going to be able to get home, you know, probably going to be tomorrow, all this crap, but ended up working out. Pulled, pulled it. It drove great all the way back home. So that That's was great. my that was my adventure. <laughs> my I, I traveled cross country as well. <laughs> Man, stressful, stressful indeed. Yep, all by myself too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although I probably would have rather been by myself than with my kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but luckily my you know my wife was uh, thinking on her feet there with the tire situation she's like hey let's go to a mcdonald's play place and you can be by yourself <laughs> well you're just lucky like you know yeah that it aired up at all enough for you to keep driving like to a yeah tire shop yeah it's pretty pretty good yeah that, that's sure. the worst <laughs> it's kind of like one of the worst things you know uh that's the good thing about that route like there's you're usually always near something uh what sucks when you head down 77 and go through west virginia and there's some there's some real <laughs> there's some real yeah. no man's lands you gotta get through and that's yeah. that's the point i was you know stressed with a new i mean even with yeah. the car dude i was just stressed that whole trip like <laughs> yeah <Yikes>. yeah <laughs> it all worked out we're all back home uh, that's that's a good thing <laughs> i'm glad you had a good vacation yeah yep it's always nice making me want to go on one yeah <laughs> do it <laughs> we have we have a chance we could go in october uh jess is off she's a dental hygienist and her she's got to take vacation when her doctor does right um but i don't know we've, we've talked about it but i'm not sure it would be pretty impromptu if we do yeah well sometimes those are the best ones oh yeah when you don't have to sit there and wait on it forever and just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, sure. you got any Patriots this week? Yeah. Yep. My Patriot of the week is uh, Craig Morgan, uh, country music singer, um, most notably known for the song Redneck Yacht Club. I'm sure you're familiar um, with that one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, um, so he joined the Army Reserves this week. Um, he's 59 years old. Um, he had previously, uh, served with the army and the army reserves. Um, That's but now, crazy. He, now he has rejoined as a recruiter. Um, and they actually did a, he did, did a re-enlistment ceremony while he was uh, doing his concert at the Grand Old Opry. Um, <laughs> that's, so, that's crazy. 59. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I, they, uh, it sounds like they're having a whole bunch of problems recruiting. Uh, I think this is all branches of the military. Um, but they're um, saying that the reserves are about 10,000 short. They figure they're going to be 10,000 short of their goal this year. Um, so they're just trying to bring uh, any sort of, uh, you know, spotlight to it and try to ramp up recruiting efforts. And uh, they've brought him on to, to try to help. Well, I mean, I hate to say it, but it's not too surprising. The numbers are down given, yeah. you know, the current events going on with the Russia-Ukraine thing and um, kind of how everybody got treated during COVID with yeah. the um, the vaccine mandates and they're kicking people out, treating them like dirt. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> yes. I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's, not, it, I, it's not surprising at all. It, but. It's, it's probably surprising to them, though, but <laughs> it's not surprising to, to anybody yeah. else. It's not surprising. Uh, yeah. but, but good for him. I mean, I can't. 59 i mean dang that's yeah. crazy <laughs> <laughs> what a guy yeah um my patriot of the week is tyler vargas uh are you familiar with his story at all no i'm not so he was he's a 25 year old marine um he was part of the um withdrawal from Afghanistan and cabal. And he was involved with that incident at the uh, cabal airport, which everybody, well, no, here's the thing. Not everybody saw that footage, you know, the people hanging off plans, everybody saw how much of a disaster the whole exit mm -hmm. was. And Tyler, he ended up getting blown up along with hundreds of other people by a suicide bomber. This is not like mainstream reported news. Um, right. He came out and been telling his story about what happened that day. Um, he barely lived. He ended up losing, I think, both his legs and one of his arms. Um, he got hit with like he had like 150 ball bearings enter his body. Like he should not have made it, right? But he yeah. did, and um. He's kind of came out and telling a story. I think 13 service members died that day. And um, yeah, he went on the Sean Ryan show to share a story and testify in front of Cong Congress what happened that day. Um, you know, what, what he's really want wanting to bring to light is how much of a disaster that day was um, sure. and how, you know, he, he and his team, um, you know, they got reports of this suicide bomber like coming and they identify him in the crowd a few hours earlier and requested, you know, um, permission to shoot and they couldn't get it. Like, no mm -hmm. one could, the, the chain of command was totally screwed. Um, and that's why he's telling a story. He wants someone to be accountable and doesn't want shit like this to happen again. Uh, sure. It's pretty brave of him to come out and, you know, say this, drop some names, uh, people that he, you know, that he, you know, he, he called everybody out in his chain of command and, you know, he wants answers. Um, yeah. And that's, and he testified in Congress about it. That's why he's my Patriot of the week. It's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm sure that's probably sparking a lot of controversy. Um, yeah, just there's probably guys on um, on both sides of this. Uh, you know, from every every branch that says, uh, you know, this guy uh, is absolutely doing the right thing. Um, you know, he he's a hero and uh, he deserves uh, this. You know, closure and for these guys to be held accountable. Um, but there's also probably a lot of guys that are saying, um, "Hey, that's your, you know, superior, and you know, you were given an order, and you know, you followed the order, and this is what happened." Like, that's that's what it, that's what it is, man. Uh, hey, you know, hey, if you guys want to listen to the story, it's um, it's on the Sean Ryan Show podcast. It's mm-hmm. one of the most popular podcasts there there are. You know, I don't. I don't care if you guys listen to it and I want to share it because I'm not a dick. Um, yeah, he's a, it's a five hour episode though. I mean, he really gets, he really gets yeah. into the whole story. It's pretty, a lot of it's pretty tough to listen to, but it's, it's worth a yeah. listen. It does take a lot of courage to share <laughs> that though. So, uh, you know, yeah. I, I haven't listened to it, but, uh, you know, thanks for, uh, to Tyler for putting that out there and, uh, you know, Hopefully he can get some help with this, uh, you know, getting through this. Absolutely. Well, we got a real talk. Yeah. Uh, real talk this week. Um, so like I said, we were on the beach with the babies and <laughs> kids getting stung by jellyfish and you know, <laughs> flat tires and uh, just taking the kids out to eat, uh, you know, and then being all crazy and destroying the place and um, just trying to keep all these kids wrangled. And, uh, you know, things got pretty hectic. Uh, as fun as this trip was, it got pretty hectic. And there were times <laughs> where I would look at my wife or I would look at Austin or even at Austin's wife and just say, you know, this kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like this, I'm not having very much fun right now, <laughs> but uh, but overall, I know if I just get through this, you know, this few minutes of suck, then it's going to be awesome again. Right. Um, so I kind of coined the phrase embrace the suck. Like this sucks right now, but it's, it's for the, for the better, right? It's, <laughs> we're going to get through, through this tough time here and then it's going to be awesome again. Uh, so, yeah, I found it funny that that. <laughs> you're on vacation at the beach and then you text me you te- you're on vacation you text me real talk embrace the suck question mark i'm like you know what i mean i do like that that is like one of my that is one of my mantras but i just really didn't think that's what we were going to be talking about coming off the vacation coming off my but, vacation yeah, yeah. <laughs> right again it it was a very nice vacation but there were a lot of times that were very trying they were very testing uh our patients um babies on the beach my you know my youngest is seven months old babies on Um, the beach he he is crawling around uh and he has no problem eating a handful of sand (laughs) (laughs) just putting it right in his mouth i don't know how many times he just looked up at me and just had a face full of sand (laughs) <laughs> well it's like the, those vacations with young children they're like not really for you it's like uh it's yeah. kind of just it's kind of more for the kids and you get to enjoy yeah. those small mo- those small moments when they're all asleep <laughs> yeah well the older two they were like the perfect age for it 
Um, as long as, you know, Henry wasn't like trying to swim out to the horizon um, or Gary wasn't being stung by a jellyfish. They had a great time. They were building yeah. sandcastles. Gary was like going to work trying to dig China or something. <laughs> he's, digging, he's, he's digging these big holes. I mean, but like those those moments are what we is there. Those are why we embrace the suck, right? Just get through right. these these crappy. You gotta have the you gotta have the bad to get to the good, and that's what makes right. us appreciate the good. Well, as far as suck goes, there's a lot worse uh situations but i it, it, <laughs> you have brought up a good a really good topic though um you know there's there's a lot of kinds of suck there's marital suck relationships yep absolutely stuff stuff happens you know beyond you know in the dating life and married couples uh there's monetary suck you get hit with something and the bills are piling up and you're not you know, you're not really making ends meet. Uh, I, I get it. I've been there. Uh, you got to deal with the suck of sickness, uh, sometimes death. And, you know, those, those things are really powerful, uh, ways. Sometimes the suck just comes to you, right? Now you're talking mm-hmm. about embracing it, like, going after it I, and i feel like one of the more most important things that we've talked about this before is to embrace the only suck you can really control is like the stuff you choose right like the, the physical yeah. <laughs> well, well you can all your you can, actions you, you can you can always control how you react to the suck right no matter what it is you can right. control your response to it the only thing you can control absolutely that was a point i wanted to get to uh, the only thing you control control is your mindset yep. with all these things. Like you could go on that vacation and look at all every bad moment and then get all overwhelmed and be pissed off, or you could embrace those moments and get through them and make the most out of the best of times. And that's really what you got to do. Um, it's all about mindset. Yeah, it really is. Yep. Um, I've been embracing a lot of like, hey, this is all, this is kind of different, but did this marathon training has been beating my walls down of suck. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. Like, you know, every mile that's long, like I'm, I'm entering uncharted territory now. Like every, you know, I ran a half marathon a day, 13.1 miles, mm-hmm. man. It's like, it's almost like right around, I don't know. As far it's as hot, <laughs> it's been hot, but you know, it's just like those last, those last miles. It's like, is this ever going to end? It, it took me like right. two and a half hours. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's important to embrace physical suck voluntarily because that gets <laughs> you ready for the real suck is kind of why yeah. I do crap like this. You know, I, ever since, uh, I mean, I've just been on a journey of, self-development and making myself better like pretty much ever since i graduated college and got married i just decided i wanted to be a better man it's like Mm -hmm. one of those things is i have to keep challenging myself physically or i'm not it's just one of those things that makes me better in all in all ways um there's a japanese term for what I've kind of been doing, it's a uh, misogi. 
Misogi, Misogi. I'm probably mm-hmm. really butchering that <laughs> pronunciation, but <laughs> it's kind of like um, the Japanese say every year that you're alive, you need to pick something physically hard to do that you that's going to push your limits um, that you don't even think you can do, like something out of your realm of comfort. Mm-hmm. A true suck fest. Something you and that is <laughs> the Japanese have a word for that. What I'm all those words that I just said, misogi. That's what that is yeah. in Japan. Uh, and I've kind of been doing that like the past five years. I picked something mm-hmm. and it's just get it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And now I'm at a marathon <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. But uh I, I really think it's an important thing to do and it's helped me a lot. Um there's many reasons why. I mean, but I mean, maybe you guys should think about doing that, pushing yourself, embracing that suck. Um, it's, it's truly going to just make you a better person. There's there's nothing worth having that doesn't suck to get there. Like if you're going to stay yeah. in your comfort zone your whole life and every aspect of your life, like actually your life is actually just going to suck. So you, if you, you, can either, you can either embrace <laughs> well, the, the suck or have a sucky life. I mean, it's that's where you, you. Get, that's where you start getting the uh marital suck the financial suck the health suck right when you don't yeah. when you don't take care of those things um that's when you end up having this you know the sucky part all the way through right <laughs> the, the resting <laughs> on your laurels thing yeah. yeah yeah um and you know sometimes it might seem unfair like when these random things bouts of suck happen to you but like have you ever heard of the book of job in the bible Uh, i've heard of it i don't know a lot about it so job he was like a well-off well-to-do very good christian i think he had 10 children um Mm -hmm. and he was rich he he had he was a great guy a complete believer and follower of christ and doing everything right and had a lot of money living a very successful life and um for some reason god and satan are having a conversation uh about job's faith you know like satan wanted to convince god you know that he could uh pull any christian away from you know belief right and mm-hmm. God challenged him. He said, no, this is my best Christian. This is Job. You know, he, he will always believe, blah, blah, blah. He said, you can do anything. Satan, you can do anything you want to Job. And I know he's still going to believe in me. Right? Mm-hmm. So then, I said, and God's only stipulation of what Satan could do to Job was, you just can't kill him. So then, yeah. the story goes on. Uh, he, like afflicts job with boils his children Mm -hmm. become sinners they eventually all die all 10 of his children die for various reasons and Mm -hmm. that whole time you know his his wife job's wife even tells him like why don't you just repent god and you know why is he doing this to us like our life is awful right but job like Mm -hmm. never swayed from believing in God and you know, it's crazy that all these bad things were happening to him and he'd still believe in God. 
but he yeah. did, and I guess that was his <laughs> God's proof to Satan, like, no, you can't shake, you know, his faith. And eventually, he he replenished Job's life with, I think he had ten more children, and he <laughs> God gifted him double what he had in uh, riches. Whatever, that's yeah. how the story goes. But he got rewarded in double, uh, mm-hmm. which I don't, I don't know how you really replace, you know, 10 dead kids, but that's the story. Uh, he embraced yeah. a hell of a lot of suck and he got through it and ended up with twice what he had is kind of how the story goes. It's a wild story, but I, I kind of bring it up because, you know, what I thought when I read that story and I asked, um, pastor i said dude the book of job like i don't get it you know god that's just ruthless like to me yeah. like to to, <laughs> to the to lose 10 kids right like mm-hmm. man and that and I, I bring it up because i just like sometimes god's not fair like and like he might he, like i don't know what what else can i say like you you could be feel like you're getting punished and like not want to believe in god but Look what God did to Job. Like, yeah, it's not out of the realm well, of possibility. You know, I'm just saying. Well, remember, it's it's not what God did to Job, and Satan's always working. Satan's always trying to uh, steer you away from God and into you know into his layer, right? Uh, he wants you. He's going to trick and deceive you and try to get you off of the right path. Yeah. Um, but where where he was able to do that with his uh, with Job was that uh, God could trust Job to always be faithful, right? So having that faith, having that faith is what gets you through, um, you know, all of the challenges and trials, right? Um, Because he's always there. He's always watching. But um, sometimes other people need it more, right? And, you know, He's gonna tr- he's gonna trust you, um, and your belief in the moment, uh, you know, to stay true to God, right? Right. I mean that, and that's kind of my other takeaway from that, and embracing the suck in general. This whole topic. I mean, one of the most important things is belief. Uh, belief in what you're doing. Belief in the purpose of the things you're doing. That's gonna this belief that it's going to work out like that means so much. And if you can stay steadfast and endure any type of suck that comes your way, you're going to get out on the other side and be on top. Uh, and you might go to the lowest of lows to get there, but, um, a belief, I, I forget the, have we talked about like the rat experiment? Uh, when, uh, I think it's Kaminsky, I'm, that might be ro- totally wrong, but the drowning rat when they when the scientists would put the rats in a jar of water and see if they drowned. Um, have you heard this one? No, I don't think so. So there's a, a study. They put a jar, a big jar of water, like a bucket of water, right? And they put a rat in there and see how long they time it. It's a big psychology experiment. They time it and see how long it would take the rat to drown. Okay. <laughs> And usually it was like, I don't know, five or 10 minutes, right? Uh, every time, every rat, they grab, they grab a lab rat. I mean, this is a, <laughs> this is kind of crap you can't do anymore, right? It's an old, 
old psychology study and every lab rat would drown in roughly five minutes. Let's say five minutes. Uh, but they proved this in a scientific study. If you save that lab rat just before it's about to drown, gets to five minutes, it's starting to drown, you save him. And then you save him, dry him off, get him all warm, uh, whatever, give him a break. And then you put him back in there. Guess how long that rat will swim for and survive? Twice as long? Like two days. Like they will just because oh, they wow. be, just because they believe they believe that the, that they be slaves. That's the power of the mind, and that that's is crazy. a that is a psycholo- psychological study. I might have butchered it. It's it, it's it's a famous, you know, the yeah. famous drowning rat experiment. Um, just be, the power of belief is so incredible that just because mm-hmm. that rat knows it can be saved, it'll swim like you know infinitely longer, longer than you could ever right. believe. Same rats. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. I think it's Kaminsky, but I'm not sure. But I mean, it's a it's a well, well documented study there. Uh, so I don't know. It's kind of all I had on the embrace the suck. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, you know, just kind of <laughs> try to f- try to find your silver lining and uh, keep your faith, and um, you know this. This too shall pass, right? Right, absolutely. I think it's a good topic. Definitely. Even, even uh, <laughs> even though it stemmed from your fluffy vacation in Destin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but hey, it still so, applies. So rough. <laughs> it so still rough. it still applies. <laughs> oh shoot! Well, while you were gone. I mean, a lot of stuff was going on in the world. I don't know how much of it we actually want to talk about, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. My, my head has been literally buried in the sand, man. So you're gonna have to. <laughs> you're going to have to uh, fill me in on some of these topics. Well, did you hear about your boy, uh, Tyler Childers? You see, he made the news. I heard a lot of people were mad at Tyler Childers. <laughs> did you dive into why uh i kind of figured out that it's because of his new song and another music video con- another country music music video controversy right yeah. so he came out with this song um the song is titled in your love and you know it's kind of mm-hmm. like the jason aldi thing the song came out and no one cared blah 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 but then he drops yeah. the music video and the, the country music world is in riot mode, right? Yeah. Uh, it, and it depicts yeah. a West Virginia, I don't know if it's a West Virginia, but a gay coal miner love story uh, in the music video. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, a lot of people are mad, I guess. I don't know. Kind of weird. About it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, kind of off brand for Tyler. I'd have to say, uh, so like, I'm, I'm not mad that Tyler Childers dropped a, uh, you know, a (laughs) homosexual love story song. Um, I'm not either. That's okay. Um, I'm just kind of upset that his music kind of sucks since he got sober. Oh, damn, dude. No, no, but in in all seriousness, uh, he has gotten um, 
He's you gotten know, he, sober. His, his, so his music was was awesome, but his health was not. Um, and he, uh, if you see him, you know, videos of him now versus videos of him like five, ten years ago, he looks like a completely different person. Um, yeah. And since since he has cleaned up, um, <laughs> his music <laughs> has changed. Uh, he sings like gospel now, um, well, which hey man, fine. good for him. Um, <laughs> But what, but what he, what he also, you know, you also have to realize is that he, he's Tyler Childers because of the music before, right? He has his fan base, his such loyal fan base because of the music that he made when he was not sober, right? So, so yeah. So now so that well, he's now that he's changing everything about who he is, he can't expect his fans to just love everything that he does, right? They loved him because of. <laughs> what he was, not what he, not this new stuff. He's right or changed. wrong, that's that's how it is, right? Now he's he changed, got out of he changed his flavor. <laughs> now he's uh, <laughs> now he's drinking that Alex Jones water. Turned him gay. <laughs> what Bud Light? <laughs> no, the Alex Jones. <laughs> I don't like to put chemicals in the water that turn the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, really, I, mean, I, I I'm I'm very happy for him because he seems <laughs> like he's doing a lot better. Um, and yeah, that's great. His music's just not for me uh, anymore. Love his old stuff, <laughs> uh, new stuff. It's kind of hit or miss. I it doesn't bother me uh, either. I don't care about the music video. It's just <laughs> funny. It's just funny to bring it up. I guess it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think it sparked as much as a controversy as the Aldine. Uh, well, that's you know, because, because it's the, the opposite agenda, the right? The loudest part of the exactly it. The people who are facing Aldine music video love the Tyler Childers music video. <laughs> they have nothing to complain about. This is awesome. <laughs> And then we're just the people sitting in the middle that like we just get to like eat our popcorn and just like wow oh wow look at these yeah. people are mad wow look at yeah, these people that are so yeah. mad <laughs> that's how I am like I don't care about any of it but it's all like yeah. it's entertainment I guess it, they're yep. sure are doing it they sure are <laughs> hitting the news waves that happened when you were gone uh, the other thing that I saw is uh. Lizzo was in the news. Lizzo. Uh, yeah, she like I don't know what all happened there. Like she was fat shaming her Yeah. Backup dancers like, and sexually harassing like them. Some of the backup dancers are uh have filed a lawsuit against her. Um and in that they alleged, you know, that she has this toxic workplace. Um and like I said, fat shaming. She told <laughs> she told now Lizzo told her backup dancers that uh, they are not allowed to gain weight because dancers who gain weight get fired. This is, Dude. of course, all. This is what the lawsuit alleges, right? Um, so we'll find out if any of that's actually true or not. But um, well, it says she denies yeah. all this, but yeah, it's a crazy, um, kind of a crazy thing. I mean. Because Lizzo's obviously overweight. She's like the most famous. Right. I don't know. And she's like, she's like, uh, she's the, the one that just owns it. 
It's like, yes, yeah. I'm overweight. If you have a problem with that, then but sh- you she's know, like, the problem. Hey, wait a second. <laughs> I'm the only overweight one here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like it has none to of be you. me and me only. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be taking my shtick here. <laughs> Interesting yeah. story there. <laughs> uh, yeah. So a lot of they also made him made her. Uh, they claimed that they were forced to do some. Uh, pretty crazy things involving uh, prostitutes in Amsterdam. Yeah, I saw some of that. <laughs> Eating some bananas out of somewhere and whew, some crazy allegations. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I guess we don't want to slander too much, but why would they do this? You know, Why would anybody bring this up if there isn't at least a grain of truth yeah. here? So, Yeah, I mean... Hey, we'll see. A buck's a buck, right? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Maybe she wasn't paying him enough. Uh, other than that, we got Trump indicted once again. Um, yeah. But what can you say about that? I'm sure, he'll get through it. So just this, like all the other ones. This so one just, is for <laughs> him. I believe it's for. Um, he claimed that the uh, election was stolen from him. Is that yeah. what it's about? Yeah. Yeah. This is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Which it, so I, I guess that, I guess if they, if they know, if they, if they can prove that he knew that it wasn't, that there was no fraud and that that made, well, that he still made those comments, then that could be defamation. Is that what they're saying? Dude, I don't know. I think I think he spoke what a lot of people's sentiment was out loud and it sparked a lot of recounts and investigations into a lot of crappy uh voting regulation and yeah. To uh, I mean, I saw Pence kind of was speaking out against, you know, the events that unfolded after the uh he lost the election. But uh, I don't know. I feel like we'll see what plays out. I'm sure it will be nothing sticks once again, but I don't know. It's a crazy time we're living in. So in order to prove that he he knowingly made comments that uh, were false, they're going to have to first prove that all of the comments that he made were false, right? I don't know. I just Which means that they're going to have to dig up. They're going to have to dig up all of this election stuff again. All the stuff that he, you know, filed these lawsuits uh, against, like the state of Georgia for their election fraud. They're going to have to dig up all that stuff again. It's just a never-ending onslaught. This I is, mean, why this is they, is, we're going to? Just, we are going to be talking about this for the next year and a half. They're guaranteed. just throwing shit at the wall and they're hoping it sticks. And this is where they're at now. But anyways, that's that's been going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for the update. <laughs> what the crap? What the crap? <laughs> um, I have a um a realtor, real estate agent from Ooh. British Columbia, Canada. Canada. His name is, his name is Mike Rose. A. Eh? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, so he was, he was showing a house, um, to some prospective buyers 
um, and he got really thirsty. So he couldn't find a bottle of water. So he went over to the refrigerator and uh, took a swig straight from the jug of milk <laughs> in, <laughs> in his client's house, straight out of the jug. So was he showing showing a he was in the his his own client showing the house like he he's he's working for this seller seller right? okay yeah, yeah yeah but he's also showing it to somebody else right? okay okay yep i'm with yeah. you uh so he he takes a <laughs> swig straight from the jug puts it back in the fridge <laughs> uh problem is that they had a nanny cam set up and then went back and saw him do it on the camera. Now he's going to jail. <laughs> so they asked him about it, and he he's like, "What are you talking about the milk?" They said, "Well, you never you never apologized to us. You never tried to replace it. You never asked if you could have it. Like this kind of fucked up, man." Yeah. Um, so then they he still refused to apologize for it. So they. Put it out on the uh, internet. Uh, they fired him. <laughs> they put put the video out on the internet, um, and he has since been dropped by quite a few other clients um, and fined twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> There's the Canada treatment. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that's biological. <laughs> that's biological warfare, dude. <laughs> In Canada. <laughs> That is messed up, though. <laughs> it is. But are you a uh, drink the milk straight from the jug kind of guy? Like in your own house? Yes, in my own damn house. <laughs> sure. It's my milk. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Are you? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. That's my house. But yeah, dude, that's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Who has a nanny cam on the fridge? <laughs> Dude, everybody has nanny cams anymore. What the hell? I mean, whatever. Freaking always watching. Always watching. <laughs> Gotta have it on the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> yep. My what the crap. It's out of California. American what the crap here. Uh, in Santa Cruz, we have an otter problem. Um, Otters? We have a five-year-old female otter who has been, been named officially as Otter 841, to be specific. She's, okay. she's on the run. She's causing havoc in Santa Cruz. Um, she's became unusually aggressive towards uh, humans out there she's been uh terrorizing the surfers uh trying to bite them and she will lay claim to their surfboard and won't get off and she she's been stealing surfboards um and she's been doing this for months uh and she's still the, the wildlife they've they've named her She's been identified. They know who she is. They can't catch her. And she keeps doing it. A fugitive auditor. A fugitive auditor, auditor in California. Yep. Huh. Otter 841. So, uh, Did they put like a chip in this otter? Uh, they, Apparently they, not. They would have been able to catch her, right? So this has been going on for like a month. And uh, <laughs> she, 
she has her own Instagram. Uh, she's kind of been like memeified, right? Like now, oh, you know, yeah. we're in California. Everybody's like, they want to catch her and re- to re- relocate her. Um, you know, yeah, but now, <laughs> now Californians have garnered a pet- petition uh, with over 50,000 signatures to leave Otter 841 alone and just let her keep, <laughs> let her keep on keeping on. Uh, you know, she's a viral sensation. There's an Instagram page now uh, you can follow to follow along with the news at the surfing otter. Um, I don't know. She's she's a menace. They say I am the uh, Lorax of the seas. I speak for the locals. And I speak <laughs> for the OGs. <laughs> you found it already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you can see some video. There, she's been on video. Some of this has been captured on video of her jacking. You know, she aggressively like hops on the board and starts trying to bite him. Like she's like attacking the human <laughs> to get him off. She's nuts. Uh, they think this behavior started happening. Happening. Uh, you know, she's an orphan. Uh, and her mom was, I think, relocated as well. They're just—it's like two generations of, uh, you know, people feeding, feeding them, and uh, too much human interaction that they no longer f- fear humans whatsoever. Fear humans. Yeah. So now uh, they want her caught so they can relocate her, and they say, you know, rehabilitate her and hopefully release her back in the wild. But uh, she's hard to catch, I guess. Like murky waters, <laughs> you know. Otters can hold their breath a long time. Like I don't know, yeah. they just can't get her. Yeah, so. I mean, they are marine mammals. They they live so in the water. <laughs> so what I say that yeah, Instagram, yeah, the the surfing otter. So if you want to yep. check out otter eight forty one. I tell you what, it has a lot of memes in here, and just glancing <laughs> through them, they're pretty hilarious. Uh, Grand Theft Otter Santa Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> the real problems. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got going on for sports? Well, I don't have too much this week, um, but there is a lot of stuff going on in college football. Of course, we're ramping up for college football. Um, yes, which is where but, you, you shine. Yeah, I like college football. Me too. Um, but what's going on is, off the field is kind of overshadowing what's going on on the field, and that's realignment. Um, so announced this week uh, was the Big Ten is adding Oregon and Washington. That's crazy. Yeah. The Big 12 is going to add Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah. Of course, they had already planned to add BYU Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF. <laughs> so they're getting they're getting like eight new what? teams. But of course, of course, they're losing Oklahoma and Texas next year. Dude, so, I can't I cannot keep track of all this. But now there's rumors that uh Clemson and Florida State are pushing really hard to leave the ACC. <laughs> and there's a lot there's a lot of talk that they want to join the Big Ten. So the Big Ten's already at ten teams. Um, they sp- or sorry, ten. They were at ten teams. Now they're up to eighteen teams, and they span from uh, New York with Rutgers, 
uh, all the way out through the Midwest, all the way out to Oregon, Washington, that's, to Southern California with USC and UCLA. Oregon and Washington doesn't really make any sense for the Big Ten. Well, the Pac-10 or the, the Pac-12 was falling. Um, basically, they couldn't get a, a deal done, so everybody's trying to jump ship. There's um, just like try, no trying to find somewhere else. There's not going to be a Pac-12 anymore. Like, the sports. It, it, if if they do, they're going to have to pick up like um, <laughs> like San Diego State, right? And like that's going to be the best team that they can pick up. What San have to Diego pick up, like State? Fresno, like like really like smaller <laughs> schools that are just not going to bring in the dollars. They're basically going to be a Mountain West team. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> sounds like, <laughs> dude. I mean. The the college conferences have never been so messed up ever. Like they usually were, like regional. No. Yeah. Well, I think Makes the way no it's sense gonna, now. I think the way that it's ultimately going to come down is there's going to be two conferences. It's going to be um, <laughs> the Big Ten and the SEC, and that's it. <laughs> and they'll both probably they'll both probably be twenty teams or even sixteen teams, and it's basically going to be like. Uh, like minor league NFL, <laughs> they might as well just draw a line across the country, and it's back to Union and Confederate. <laughs> yeah. That would make more sense. That's like <laughs> what they're doing. Like, okay, all right. So yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting thing that those will all take place next year. So, well, I'll have yeah. fun. I'll have a great time on the show weekly of you reminding me who's in what conference. <laughs> That we have to play USC again this year because they're in our conference now. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. Crazy. What? This is taking place next year, though. Yes. Yeah, so we're gonna play one more football season. Which that's kind of this normal. Month. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna that's gonna be normal. The um, last normal season. The last normal season. Next year, everything changes. Throw it all out the window. Okay. The only thing we're keeping the same is the names of the conferences <laughs> for now. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we got one more year of, I guess, the uh, normal college. college football world as I know it. And then I'm going to have to get with the times. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did you watch any of that Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz fight? <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> did you? I watched some of it. Some highlights, or did you actually watch it? Yeah, I, I watched some of it. Um, I watched like the end of it. And what'd you think? So Nate was getting beat up pretty bad in the in the beginning, but you know, being Nate Diaz, it's impossible to knock him out. Um, oh, gosh. So I don't know. A couple more rounds, he might have might have pulled it off, but he, uh, yeah, Jake Paul with another W. Um. How many rounds yeah. did he get? Ten? Ten. Ten uh, three-minute rounds. Three minutes? That's a long Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah, it was entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what it's supposed to be? That's what it's supposed to be. But yeah, Nate Diaz is uh, always a character. So he uh, tried to pull off a guillotine there in the ninth round. And <laughs> that, I don't think the ref liked that too much. <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't fit. Yeah. 
But yeah, it was entertaining. <laughs> all right. That all you got? Yeah, like I said, I haven't been paying too much attention. <laughs> well, I got something for you. Okay. It's the Biden gaff, Trump laugh. Ah. <laughs> What's it gonna be? more trouble with this but here's what I got Trump laugh smart people they're they know what they're doing we have they're at the top of their game we have somebody that's not at the top of his game never was at the top of a game never was we have a guy who's a dumb son of a bitch and to allow this to happen <laughs> So that was <laughs> that was Trump on July 29th uh, at a Pennsylvania rally. He never was at the top of a game. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he's character. still he's still he's on his ass, man, like a damn honey badger. <laughs> Just These like this lawsuits will, will not keep him down. Now, anyways, <laughs> you ready to put us back on the rails? Get us, yep. get our mind right for the week. Oh yeah! But God demonstrates His own love for us in this. While we're still sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 5, 8. What's that mean? It means that so we were sinners and God um, still loved us and he's and he still loved us so much that he gave his son Jesus to die for us. Wow, he must really love us, huh? Yep. Even though we're not perfect mm -hmm. and we all make mistakes. Yep. And he still loves us, huh? Yep. That's pretty powerful stuff. Mm -hmm. Good job, buddy. Amen. Another week in the books. I hope you guys embrace your suck, get through it, because in seven days, we're going to have another episode of TPP. <laughs> and you're, all this stuff you've been stressing about will be in the past. That's the show. Freedom on.